Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn and welcome to the Saint Friends podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today is a very special day for us here at the Saint Friends podcast because it's the solemnity of all saints. Whether you're a big name saint like Francis of Assisi, Patrick, or Maria Goretti, or someone who lived an extraordinary life and answered God's call to holiness despite no one even knowing it, if you're one of the holy men or women that has made it all the way to heaven, this one's for you. So let's celebrate all of them on this special episode about all saints. <sighs> Like I said in the intro, today's feast is for all of the men and women who have made it to heaven. Some saints, like everyone mentioned in previous episodes, are named saints with a set feast day. But there are some saints who we just don't know about. They lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness, but we just simply don't know their names or anything else about them. God has not revealed to us yet that the lady who ran the ice cream shop on Main Street all those years ago, or the person stuck in traffic for an hour each day, are with him and all the angels and other saints in heaven. Today, November 1st, is when the church celebrates all of those unnamed saints, as well as all of the named ones we know about. Rather than spend the next few minutes in silence, because it's really hard to say something about someone you don't even know who may or may not be in heaven— I think we'll talk about the history of this special feast day in the church. So let's head back to Rome at the start of the 7th century. On May 13th in 1609, Pope and future Saint Boniface IV reclaimed and consecrated the Pantheon, one of the oldest pagan churches in Rome, giving it the new name of Saint Mary and the Martyrs. When the Pope did that, he also is said to have gathered up and buried 28 wagonfuls of bones of martyrs at the new church. According to the Venerable St. Bede, Pope St. Boniface IV did this so that, quote, the memory of all the saints might in the future be honored in the place which had formerly been dedicated to the worship not of gods, but of demons, end quote. The Pope then declared that May 13th, the date of the dedication of this new Christian church, would be a feast day for all saints, which at the time generally just meant martyrs, and the day after would be a day to remember all the souls who had departed but were not saints. Incidentally, or maybe intentionally, May 13th was also the pagan feast of Lemures, a day when they would try to please the restless spirits of the dead. You've hopefully noticed that we've been talking about May 13th and not November 1st as the Feast of All Saints. How the date moved so dramatically from one month to another seven months later is a bit of a historical mystery, and church historians who have tried to figure it out have all gone un poco loco, but let's see what we can do. According to sources, Pope and future Saint Gregory III dedicated a homily he gave on November 1st to the relics of, quote, the holy apostles and all of the saints, martyrs, and confessors, and all of the just made perfect who are at rest throughout the world. End quote. 
In the late 790s, deacon and future saint Elwyn of York recommended moving the feast to November 1st to his friend Arno, the Bishop of Salzburg in Bavaria. By the year 800, Ireland, England, and Germany were all holding the feast on November 1st instead of May 13th. Aylwin was asked to lead the school of the royal court of Charlemagne and seemed to have introduced the idea there as well. In 835, the November 1st date was made a holy day of obligation, or a day in which all Catholics are obligated to attend Mass throughout the Holy Roman Empire by a decree of Emperor Louis the Pious, the son of Charlemagne, at the insistence of Pope Gregory IV and with the agreement of all the bishops. Today, All Saints' Day remains as a holy day of obligation on November 1st. Generally, the celebration of All Saints' Day begins at night prayer, or vespers, after dark on October 31st, the Eve of All Saints, or All Hallows as it's sometimes referred to. From the more archaic pronunciation of All Hallows' Eden, we get the contemporary Halloween, which was traditionally a day when families would visit cemeteries and grave sites to bring flowers, candles, and offer prayers or blessings for their loved ones. Today, All Saints' Day is part of the liturgical micro-season called All Hallowtide, which includes All Hallows' Eve, All Saints' Day, and All Souls' Day. And many traditions continue as people around the world honor the dead, including the Allerheiligenstreisel, or All Saints' Braided Loaf, given to godchildren in Germany. So, why are the Catholics celebrating the dead on these days? This all comes from the belief that there is a powerful bond between those in heaven and those living, a situation sometimes referred to as the church triumphant and church militant, respectively. All of those who have died and made their way to heaven by sainthood, whether they are Andrew the Apostle, Margaret of Cortona, or Grandma Jean, are all honored on this special feast day of the church. Thanks for joining me today as we've talked about the history of today and all the unnamed and named people we celebrate today on All Saints Day. Just a quick reminder that you can reach out to us by email at saintfriendspodcast at gmail.com or on social media at saintfriendspod. If you like the podcast, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on because that helps the algorithm get the podcast out to people who may not know about it yet. And as always, you can find us at our website, saintfriends.com. As we wrap up, we ask for the prayers of all the saints. Though this feast originally only honored the martyrs, the church later acknowledged other paths to holiness. May we find comfort in knowing that so many, millions or even billions, have gone before us to the heavenly banquet. And may we look to all of these servants of God as examples of how to live our own extraordinary lives and answer God's call to holiness. We say together, all holy men and women, saints of God. Pray for us.